Welcome to the Binge Breakers Podcast. I'm Jacqueline. I am here to teach you how I overcame bulimia and my binge eating disorder, and how you can too. Through simple steps of mind management, repairing your relationship with yourself, understanding your habits, and intuitive eating. Hey guys, I hope you're all doing well on this Friday. Holiday seasons are coming up. I don't know, have you guys gone shopping yet? Have you gotten your gifts yet? What are you planning on doing? I know that with COVID, things are a bit different, but I'm always curious to hear uh, what type of interesting plans are going on. And right now, I guess it'll be a few weeks from now that you're hearing this, but I'm actually planning this secret little party (laughs) for an at-home kind of quarantine party for me and my boyfriend. It's like a surprise Christmas party, even though it's weeks before Christmas, I'm just going to do it really early because I'm actually going home for Christmas and I won't be spending Christmas with my boyfriend. So I'll be spending it with my um, immediate family back from where I'm from. Anyway, so I thought it might be more fun to just throw a completely uh, out of the blue surprise party at home that he's not expecting and give him his Christmas gift like three weeks early. And so we can have our own moment together. But I also, I'm not a very traditional gal. I do a lot of funky things. And so I thought, since we're both 90s babies, I thought, why not make a 90s party? And so I bought a bunch of ridiculous things online. I bought uh, these like 90s propaganda kind of uh, signs that I'm going to put everywhere. I bought I bought these cool like glow sticks and I'm also made a whole like 90s playlist and I'm going to make some silly 90s food like Hot Pockets and like a whole bunch of 90s candy like Pushbox Pops and Ring Pops and stuff like that. And um, then I have a whole list of games that I'm going to have and uh, the games will be like a bubble blowing contest and like uh, or ring toss and like stupid stuff like that. And ideally, at the end of the games, like he, we're both gonna get points if we win. But then eventually, the games that we're gonna do is gonna lead him to his Christmas present. So I'm super excited for him to have that surprise. I hope it's a more creative, elaborate party. And but that being said, I think that's pretty creative for me party planning so I don't know what other people are doing for Christmas parties and whatnot but I'm sure people are getting very elaborate I was on Etsy the other day and I was looking at like um at home quarantine games and people are getting really creative with the things that they're doing so DM me on Instagram I'd love to hear what crazy things your family has planned or what things you're doing in quarantine to keep busy uh during Christmas and COVID so yeah anyway that was a bit about me but (laughs) this episode is gonna be about coaching and what coaching shouldn't be. And the reason I'm doing this is because, first of all, I'm a coach. I also have my own coach. So I have a general life coach and then I have a business coach or I had a business coach. And the business coach situation was interesting. That's what I want to talk about today. Now, the business coach I have is for me pushing myself, or I had, was for me to push myself to uh, expand my business and um, see things, help me with things that I didn't understand, and push myself to actually uh, grow in that area of my life. And it was really cool, and they helped me in a lot of ways. However, we didn't agree on some, some philosophies. I felt like my sales strategy was... I, I didn't I didn't agree with some of the things that she was telling me to do in terms of how to sell some of the products that I had and just some of her tactics didn't feel right to me and 
I just didn't, I didn't agree. It was like a bare bones principle of agreement. I, I had a different perspective than she did. And so after about a month, I was like, you know what? I want to cancel. Like, I don't think that this relationship is working out. And again, I went into this thinking there's nothing wrong with her. She's allowed to do business in whatever way she wants to do business. And there's nothing morally wrong with it. I just, I don't feel like this is working out. And I don't feel like I'm growing from this relationship. I felt like I learned what I needed to learn. But otherwise, I didn't feel like it was helping me improve at all. So of course, I went to cancel coaching with her. And during our conversation where I decided to, where I told her I don't want to work with you anymore, basically, I didn't say it like that, but that's the bare message of the conversation. She said something to me that really upset me and just really showed me, cemented me leaving. It cemented my decision not to be with her anymore. It cemented my decision not to coach with her anymore. And I even feel nervous saying this on the podcast because it's, I'm I'm not going to give out a name of her. I don't think that would be right, but just it's confrontational I suppose it's a little bit more opinionated but she said I know you're not gonna reach the goals that you have she said I don't think that you're gonna reach the goals that you have without me and she then she said in fact I know you're not going to and I was really shocked that she said this I didn't say anything in that moment I just like let that that sink in but I, I just after that, I was like, I definitely don't want to work with you anymore. And the reason that I thought this was so wrong, and it was a good example of what coaching shouldn't be and what I don't want as a coach. And for you guys out there that are looking for coaching, maybe you're looking for bulimia recovery or general life coaching or anyone that's trying to help you, any anyone that you're looking for help with, anyone in your life that you're seeking advice from. What I define as a good coach and what I try to do with my clients that this this person that I was working with was not doing is that I don't want my clients to work with me forever. I don't want it to be a relationship where they are dependent on me to achieve their goals. I don't want it to be a relationship where they feel like they can never leave or that without me, um, they will never really be able to accomplish the things that they want to accomplish and they feel like if they were to leave, then they would relapse. My goal with my clients is to uplift them and to truly make them believe that they can recover and help them see that. I already know that they can recover. All my clients, like I know 100%, everyone I talk to, I know that they can without a doubt recover, but they have to believe that. So that's my first mission is to, to really enforce like this belief and set up the belief for themselves that they actually believe in what they're doing. They actually understand like, hey, I can recover. It's possible for me. That's the first thing I want to do. And then I also want to set up this dependence so that when our relationship ends, usually people work with me for three three or six months. That's the packages that I offer. And I haven't had anyone go over those packages because they have recovered in that time. The goal is for them to go out on their own and be okay without me. Their goal is that I have set them up with the tools that they need to thrive on their own. And maybe they'll get a coach for other things. Maybe they'll get a coach for general life coaching because they liked it or whatever. But they won't need this bulimia recovery coaching. And if I've done a good job, I've actually coached them appropriately. And I've done a good job of uplifting them, of making them see the flaws in their thinking that they need to change. If I've helped them actually reinforce those things, I've held them accountable. I have um, literally helped them reframe their life. Then ideally, they should be able to walk away and they'll be okay. 
And even if they relapse for whatever reason, they are a different person than what they once were. So they'll be able to handle it in a way different way than they ever did before and they'll be able to recover. And that's my goal for all my clients. I don't want to work with people forever. I don't want them to be um, dependent on me or feel like they can never leave or feel like without me they'd be completely lost. That's not the goal. And I don't think that should be the goal for any coaching. And the fact that my coach, my this business coach said that to me, that I know you're not going to reach your goals without me. Uh, it was just appalling. It, it was very manipulative and I didn't like it. I felt I felt like she was trying to she was trying to instill doubt in me to make me continue working with her, which is just not something anyone should do. I felt like that was so wrong of her to do, and maybe it's a difference in perspective, but I think it is a horrible sales tactic, and it is a horrible way to live your life when you try to um, instill fear in people to work with you and you try to instill fear in people and fear that if I don't do this, I won't ever recover. I'll tell you guys all right now, whether you work with me or not, whether you work with anyone or not, you can recover on your own. You can 100% recover right now. It's completely possible for you to recover today. People work with me because they believe that I will help them see their blind spots, I'll hold them accountable, I'll help them grow, I will help them recover faster, more efficiently, all those things. But they can do it on their own too. I just think coaching helps you get there a lot faster. And coaching has been so profound and or so amazing in my life. It's been so profound and changed my perspective on so many things that that's why I, I invest in coaching and that's why I'm also a coach. Those are the reasons. But I never, ever think it's appropriate to tell someone that they shouldn't believe in themselves, that they can't do it on their own, that they can't um, do it because that's just not, that's not what I believe in. It seems like it's at the foundation of what I think it means to be an uplifting person versus a manipulative and limiting person. So to put this into your own life, I want you to think about your relationships and I want you to think about the people that you've hired or maybe their friends, whatever, but don't let anyone tell you basically, anyone in your life tell you that you can't do something, even if that's yourself. Don't ever, ever for one second believe that lie. That is not true. That is just a flaw in thinking or an error, error in judgment on their part. I don't know what I don't know what my coach is thinking with this. I don't want to put words or thoughts in in her mouth. Maybe she just she really believed that and she didn't know how limiting that belief was or how manipulative it sounded. Maybe it wasn't from this horrible place that I kind of interpreted it as. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe she just was like, without her, she's not going to do it. Without me, she's not going to be able to do it. However, either way, I don't, that's not something you want to surround yourself that is poison for your life expectations. That is poison for your mind and it's going to make you feel like you have to be dependent on other things. Like only if this circumstance were different, then I can create the results that I want. That is that is so, um, I just want to scream this from a cliff or a building somewhere of like, believe in yourself, you know? Don't, don't think that you have to find some secret answer to believe it. The way that you get results in your life isn't from, from uh, reading, it isn't from listening to podcasts, it's from you failing and taking action and failing again and taking action and then learning from those failures. So even if you hadn't come across my podcast, even if you didn't coach with me, even if whatever, you would probably find the answer on your own. It just may it may take longer and it may have a little bit more pain, but you can do it. And with my own coaching story, 
I didn't get coaching for bulimia recovery. I got coaching, I got general life coaching. And then through that general life coaching, I did stumble across the final answer that helps me recover. But it was all my accumulation of failures that led me to that answer. It wasn't just one coaching session that brilliantly answered everything. It was like me finally piecing together all of the, the failures and all the moments of learning that I had had throughout the years and all of the other information that I knew that didn't work that I finally was like, I think I get it. I think I get what I need to do. And I tried it and it worked. And I've already even told you what that answer is in the podcast, but you have to believe it for yourself. You have to actually take the action. You have to try. You have to do things. But I don't I don't want any of you guys out there listening to think that you have to be dependent on another person to do that. And I don't want you, if you're looking for help right now, I know a lot of you guys um, are looking for therapists and, and different types of treatment centers. I just don't want you to believe that you can't you you can only recover if you go with this person. You can only recover if you go with this program. That isn't true. Those are all just things that aid you in your recovery, that make your recovery easier, that help you point you in the right direction, that keep you afloat. But they they are not the end all be all. They're not the all seeing eye. They're not everything. And without it you can still succeed. So I know this is a short and sweet episode, maybe a little bit more controversial. I have no ill wishes to this coach. I have no um, hard feelings. And I don't, again, I don't want to, I don't want to speak any, any ill of anyone because I don't know exactly what she was thinking by saying that. That's just what she said and that's how I interpreted it. But I still think that's a dangerous game to play. And that's why... Uh, I don't want anyone that's in that situation right now. Maybe someone has said to you in your life, I don't think you're going to accomplish it without me. Or I don't think you're going to do this without that. Or maybe you're thinking to yourself, without this, I'll never, I'll never accomplish anything. Like you have the potential in you right now to do so many amazing things. And you have the potential to recover right now. 100%. It's possible for you. And it was possible for me. And the reason it's possible for you to recover is because you're a human with a human brain that has the ability to rewire their, their brain. That's the only reason that you need to continue trying. And I'll say that all the time in every consult. I say that to everyone that I talk to. I say that to all my clients because I know that that's the truth. And you already know why they coach with me now. It's not because I have all the answers. It's because I help them see things that maybe they don't see. I push them. I hold them accountable. I give them these things. But it's not because I have the secret answer and without, without me, they'd fail. That's not true. To sum this podcast up with what a coach shouldn't be, I think I should clarify maybe what a coach should be or what you should look for in someone who's trying to in someone to help you and my suggestion for you is to find someone who is willing to never put any limits on you that is willing to encourage you to understand that the sky is the limit like the, the beyond the sky is the limit that you really don't have any limitations in this life and you have unlimited potential find someone like that Find someone that's willing to tell you when you have a goal of let's see how to accomplish it. Let's go. Let's run with it. Let's do awesome things. Someone that's willing to not just be your hype man, but to really allow you to believe in what you're capable of 
and for you to push past your point of capability so that you become more and more and more capable as time goes on. Find someone like that. Find someone that's not willing to sugarcoat things, that is, that truly believes that you are limited and makes you believe that too. That's who I would look for in a coach and that's, I'm privileged to have had coaches like that and um, in my life and I'm still con continuing to look for that in my own life and I highly suggest that you find that too. Alright, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye! Hey, if you like this episode, you have to come check out the Binge Breakers Recovery Course. If you're trying to recover from bulimia and you're sick of doing it alone and you feel like you've tried a lot of traditional therapies and it's not working with you, come join the course. Go to bingebreakers.com slash recovery dash course.